Well, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us once again. Welcome to another live Father Heart TV webcast. Here we are once again. How are you doing, Barry? Yeah. Good. The boys are back at it and yeah. uh, at least for one week and uh, I'm going to be gone again next week. <laughs> We're here together. We are. Yes. So yeah. tell us, well, first, before you tell us about next week, Barry, tell us what you're doing yesterday. Oh, I was at Singing Waters, uh, which is a school of ministry that we've been connected to for many years. And so uh, a few times a year, they have um, a Chinese speaking school. And so I had a chance to to go up there. I didn't I didn't really do too much with my Mandarin. I kind of kept it just on, in English, but uh, had a really good time all day just sharing about Papa's love with uh, so many dear friends from from Taiwan. So, yeah, just brilliant. Was, smaller group but it was uh it was it was lovely wonderful opportunity eh? and, it, and and where are you going uh tomorrow tomorrow i'm off to poland um again just for a weekend um fly tomorrow evening and then friday saturday sunday morning it's a weekend conference with a group of people about three hours drive south of warsaw up in the hills in the mountains looking forward to it my good friends Magda and uh, Richard, and they kind of lead, um, they kind of do a, a series of Father Heart schools. One's online and then one is kind of like one weekend a month. And this is their retreat weekend away. And they've invited me to be the speaker. So I'm, um, yeah, I've got a few sessions over the weekend back on Monday. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. And then Barry, yeah. next week, yeah. what are you doing? Sorry, do you want to, you want to? Yeah, no, I was I, okay. I'll I'll answer. Then I'm going to ask you again. Uh, uh, next week, I'm actually speaking uh, at my home church, which is such a, a privilege to do that uh, for three days. Uh, we have uh, interns uh, that uh, are serve at our church for it's a year program, and then they they get teaching and ministry uh, every week, wow. and they combine that with service. So yeah, I'll be. I'm, that's why I'm missing next week because I, I will be. Uh, teaching them when the webcast is on um, Tuesday to Thursday. But what I wanted to ask you is how did this last week go with Trevor and Linda? We had a great uh, week. We were over at Cloverley Hall in um, Shropshire, UK, doing a Growing in Sunship Week. Had about 30 participants and it was just so lovely. You know, the thing I like about these these second weeks is, you know, everybody's done the, the first week, the Father Heart Encounter. They come back, you know, and you get different group, different pockets of people. So we had a group of people from the encounter we did in March this year, group of people from the one we did last year. And just yeah. by the end of the first meal, everybody's just really getting on well. And um, yeah. just they know what they're coming to you know, when they come back. <laughs> and so it was just lovely. It was a really good week and um, great to be with Trevor and Linda, of course. Um, mm. They're off to Germany at the weekend um, for a Father Heart encounter in Germany. Um, and then they've got a couple of other things in the Netherlands and Denmark before they head off south to Australia and New Zealand to see their family and get some warmth. But yeah, last week was, was very, very good. Thank you, Barry. As, That's as awesome. Now, says, Linden, don't they have a vineyard conference coming up as well? Or is that already Yeah, that, that they do. And two and a half weeks time they got a vineyard conference yeah. in winchester yeah, yeah so anybody right, in so. this winchester southampton south of england um 
Winchester Vineyard, 21st, 22nd of um, October, the Saturday around there. They're, they're doing a, a conference there. Yeah. Thank you, Barry, for reminding me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no worries. And you have a special guest next week. Yeah, next week, um, obviously Barry's away, um, and I'm absolutely delighted about this. Um, I've got a special guest, um, Camille Isley. She's a wife, a mother, an artist, a poet, and um, she's just got a wonderful, wonderful story of what the father's done in her life, how she's come to know she's really a daughter, and um, just, you know, just through the pain of life, how she got to know God as a father. I, I first met her at a school of ministry up in Manchester a couple, uh, well, a number of years ago now. And uh, what really struck me was the, you know, the beauty of her heart. She's a beautiful mm. person. Um, and she's she's she paints what she kind of sees the father giving her. Um, writes poems about it, and um, so she's going to come next week. Um, she's going to tell us her story, and then she's going to talk about some of her paintings and read the poems that go with them. And I was just chatting to her a couple of days ago, just in preparation, showing her how you know it will all work and the technology and everything. And I'm really, really delighted that she's going to be with us next week. And I think, well, no, I don't think. I know we're in for an absolute treat. Um, mm. So come along, come live, you know, tell your friends about it. If you've got friends who are artists or poets or creative people, you know, why not invite them to join us? We're streaming now to Facebook, as most people know, but we're also streaming live to YouTube um now this is where it gets a bit complicated if i'm the host then it's streaming to a father to you on youtube if barry's the host it's streaming to father heart all on word on youtube and if you go to our channel it will appear on the home page of the channel and you can watch it or your friends or other you know anybody can watch it on youtube and maybe even people are watching on youtube today <laughs> if you are put a comment in if you want to put a comment you have to have signed into to google um next week just to be absolutely clear about it i will be hosting and so um yeah. the live stream will be on um a father to you on youtube and um, we're just trying it out it seems to work uh the only problem with youtube is not live, but after the event, they put adverts um, at the beginning and through the middle and anywhere else they can shove an advert. We have no control over those adverts whatsoever. We don't choose them. We don't authorize them. We don't anything them. They just come up. <laughs> so if there's an advert you don't like, please don't shoot the messenger. Us. <laughs> shoot Google. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the way it is. It's, yeah. you know, we've got no control over that. Yeah. And, you know, some people think, yeah, and, why are you advertising for this on your YouTube channel? Well, we're not. <laughs> and it's, it, it's a different dynamic. And of course, we record all our uh, videos on Vimeo, which is the, 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 the hosting program that we both use. And that's ad free. So we, yeah. you know, when after after the fact, you can either go to Mark's website or 
or, or our website and, and, and be able to find the video. So, but yeah, as Mark is saying, the, the dynamic with YouTube is, a, is it's, it's definitely a different, it's kind of a viral nature of, of that uh, platform. And it's important. I've just, I'm just on your YouTube channel right now, Mark, as I was looking and we have uh, uh, people watching. So welcome everybody who's, who's watching on it YouTube works. as well. And so, yeah, <laughs> it works. It works. I can see, yeah, I can see a couple of comments and uh, yeah. brilliant. Thank you guys for putting a comment in. Um, good, you know, it's always a bit of a challenge when you start something new, does it work? And of course, because, because we're two men, we can't multitask so <laughs> once we're live we're looking at the camera and we can't be looking yeah. at all the other screens and thinking what's going on but uh nice to have the comments yeah. so thank you guys very much <laughs> yeah so what are we going to do today barry well what we had <laughs> talked about is that those who know us very well that usually a couple days before wednesday comes we have a little chat to see uh what is what is what that so to speak and so we thought that we would just have a conversation uh i think we have a, a few things in mind i think mark's going to kick us off with that but just really just we want to have a conversation with mm. you guys like we yeah. honestly especially for those who are live we just want to kind of invite you to be a part of this conversation and you know feel free to put uh, comments yeah, mm -hmm. uh, in the uh, whether it's on YouTube or on Facebook, and just yeah, because for this next week or next week, <laughs> next hour, that you know that's that's what we want to do. So, um, did you want me to to just pray and then kind of hand it over to you? Is, be, do you think yeah, that's the best be way to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And well, Father knows where we're going. We may not go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the sign of sonship is those who are led by the spirit are these are the children of god yes, so you know we just trust that we will be led by the holy spirit in this this time so father Otherwise we thank you <laughs> that you are our true father and that yeah. you love us with an everlasting love and mm. we can be ourselves in your presence we can laugh we can enjoy each other's company we can just have it our ear just planted on your breast and so mm -hmm. this time together father would you just lead our conversation into wherever you want to lead us by your spirit today and i just pray you'd bless mark as he starts mm -hmm. uh pray for every heart that is listening around the world that uh, yeah just as a family as a community linked together in our hearts that we would just have an ear to hear yeah. what your spirit wants to say to us in this this time together in jesus name yeah. i pray amen. amen thanks barry I'm just going to kick off. I'll invite Barry back on when I run out, which will probably be in about two minutes time. But <laughs> we'll, um, we'll see where we get. But, you know, as, as is normal on these things, um, you know, Barry and I just kind of have this text conversation. You know, what are we going to do? Have you got any thoughts? And we were, we were actually having a text conversation about something else. And I just mentioned something that I'd been thinking about. And Barry came straight back and said, well, funny enough, he said, I was I was reading the same passage, um, you know, he early in the morning and um, he'd been thinking about very similar things. So we're going to kind of kick off with with this and just see where we go. But um, the thing that I'd been thinking about um, and those of you who were in um, Cloverly last week, you'd have heard me talk about this, uh, the whole the whole question, the whole topic of the authority of sons, you know, that a father gives his children authority. A master doesn't do 
doesn't give his servants authority. A master tells his servants what they do and they do it. And, you know, there's a huge, huge distinction, huge difference between um, servants and sons. You know, we read in John chapter 8 that, you know, Jesus is talking about this, this issue and he says a servant has no place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. A son, a daughter has a permanent place in the family. And that just speaks volumes of the about the relationship the father has with us that we are sons and daughters and we have an inheritance we have an identity we have a place of belonging and a father gives his servants authority and you know we see this a number of times in scripture we see it very clearly in the story of um, the lost sons in Luke 15, when the younger one comes home, the father gives him, puts a robe on him and gives him a ring, puts sandals on his feet and then throws the party. Now, the robe is just that beautiful covering that covers his shame. It's the covering of righteousness, the cleanliness that covers the shame and says, son, you know, you belong. It's that welcome um the sandals just signify that this guy was a son you know um servants never wore sandals but sons did and then the other thing he does is he gives him a ring and that was a ring of authority it's like a signet ring you know you can um when you in those days when you made a deal you would stamp the your ring in some wax and then put it on the the document and it was like binding that document it was like a signature it was i mean even you know until a few years ago in this country legal documents used to be stamped with a, a seal and the, the ring but that's obviously long gone in these technology technological days in which we live but you know that son he, you know the next day he could have gone into the town and he could have um acted on behalf of his father you see people would have had to notice he was given back everything he'd he'd walked away from. And, you know, when when the father put the ring on, it's like the father says, I'm giving you the authority of a son. You know, you don't have to live in shame. You don't have to live in condemnation, but I'm giving you back the authority of a son. And that's really, really significant. Um, and the thing I, I really want to sort of highlight at the beginning is that we don't take authority to ourselves, but we are given authority. You know, when we take authority, it's grasping something, it's, it's seeking something to, for our own attention. Um, it's trying to make ourselves look good. It's pushing ourselves above other people. But um, in this story and in another story we're going to look at, um, the authority was given and I believe that's really really important because when we are given authority we can act as if we are that person so the son could act as if he was the father the other person I just briefly want to look at was Joseph in the Old Testament you know Joseph um, ends up in prison having been sold as a slave by his brothers and he ends up you know in prison and then he comes out of prison and works for for pharaoh 
and interprets Pharaoh's dream about the seven years of plenty and the seven years of famine. And Pharaoh says, you know, I need someone to administer this. Who's going to who's going to do the job? And Joseph kind of goes, pick me, pick me. And Pharaoh gives Joseph his ring. He takes his ring off his finger, gives it to Joseph and makes him prime minister of the whole of Egypt. And Joseph was basically given the job of acting on behalf of Pharaoh. He was given that job by Pharaoh and everyone in Egypt had to listen to what Joseph was saying as if it was Pharaoh saying it himself. And, you know, I really believe that's what the Father wants to do to us, is he wants to give us his authority so that we can live in this world as sons and daughters. And I was kind of thinking about this over the uh, last few days because um, authority is very, very closely linked to anointing. You see, and... I wanted to kind of think, well, what's the difference between anointing and authority and how do they work together? And so just over these last few days, I've kind of been looking into this because when I talk about the anointing of sons, I end up referring to the, to the passages in Luke 4, where Jesus stands up in the temple, reads from a scroll from the prophet Isaiah. And it's, we find it in Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. And Jesus says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Now he's quoting Isaiah chapter 61 there. And you know, the thing that really strikes me about those two passages, I mean, they're obviously very, very similar, but the thing that really strikes me is that if we are in Christ, which we are, because that's the whole thrust of Paul's letters, we are in Christ. If if we are in him, then when the spirit of the Lord comes upon us, we are also anointed to proclaim good news to the poor. We're also anointed to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. You know, and I really believe that as sons and daughters, we as we grow in that relationship with the Father, then this anointing upon us will um, become more and more manifest in the way we live our lives and we will see the captives set free. But of course, the word that is used in those two passages is not authority, but it's anointing. And so I started to think, you know, hang on, what's, what's the difference between the two? And really, I just want, I kind of want to put it as simply as I can. And then, um, you know, I want to bring Barry back in so we can start talking about this. But um, anointing is being given the um, ability to do something. You know, it's the favour and blessing. It's the enabling that kind of says, hey, Mark, you can do this. And that's the anointing. Um, but we need something else. And that's where the authority comes in. You see, you could say that while I was an accountant for 40 years, 
I was anointed to prepare tax returns. <laughs> you know, I had the ability, I had the office, I had the software, I had the support structure, you know, but if no clients came to me and said, hey, Mark, would you do my tax return? You know, you, you begin to question what the anointing was really all about. And so for me, it's like the anointing is the ability it's the favor, it's the blessing, it's the capacity to do something, but we need something more. And the something more that we need is the authority. And really another way of looking at that is the, we need the permission to go and use our anointing. And I think that kind of highlights it very well. You know, it's like if you are a, um, if you are a wonderful tree surgeon, you know, and you know all about trees and you know how to cut the branches off, you know how to fell them, you know, you're really very, very um, able and very, very qualified. You know, that's great, but it only becomes an effective anointing when someone comes to you and says, I give you permission to chop my tree down. You know, I give you authority to chop my tree down. And it's like, the authority gives us the permission to use our anointing um, to seek freedom. See, whenever we use authority, uh, we, we must use our authority to bless other people. And I think this is one of the problems that we've seen in the church with authority, is that authority has become a bit of a dirty word because so often it's abused and people are hurt and wounded and largely that's because people who are uh, exercising the authority have taken it to themselves rather than seeing them as a steward for someone else you know rather than being a steward for the father and so the authority that i believe the father gives us the permission he gives us is a permission to be a blessing to other people. See, Joseph, let's go back to the story of Joseph. Later on in the story, in the, the seven years of famine, his brothers come from where they're living. They've got no food. They come to Egypt because they hear this food and they meet Joseph, but they don't recognize him because he's all dressed up in his finery. Now, at that point in time, Joseph tests them to see where their hearts are at, to see what's changed in them. Um, but ultimately, he provides for them. You know, he brings a whole family down, gives them the best part of Egypt, gives them loads of food and looks after them. You see, he had the power to punish them for what they'd done all those years before. You know, he could have been angry. He could have had them thrown in prison. He could have killed them. He could have taken revenge. But something had obviously worked in his heart. And instead of being out for revenge, he used his position of authority to be a blessing and to, you know, to use it for the benefit of other people and to lead them into freedom. And that's, that's what I believe this authority we have as sons and daughters is, is to do, is to bring freedom to other people. And so the, the way I see anointing and authority is, you know, God gives us gifts. He gives us abilities. He gives us um, 
yeah, I guess the only way to put it, he gives us the anointing of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and then he gives us the permission or the authority to go into this broken world and bring freedom to those who need it. So I'm just going to bring Barry back. And um, I know he's got something to add of, you know, what he felt Father say to him in the early hours of the morning. Um, and then we'll just kind of see, see where we go. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mark, for that. I, uh, I, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's interesting how we were in step and, yeah. and uh, Mark had, was pondering these thoughts. And, and, and he's, of course, five hours ahead of me. And as, as, as he is, he's ahead of me in most of all things. But, uh, you know, at four, I think it was four, 430 in the morning, I was just thinking about Isaiah 61. And that's where I went to. And I, again, it's the same passage of scripture. But when I, you know, read it in the the amplified version, and again, just the first verse, right? The the spirit of the Lord God is upon me, and of course we normally read, you know, because He has anointed us. But in the amplified, it says because the Lord has anointed and commissioned me, and mm -hmm. so you know, then I start thinking, anointing and commissioning are they? They they sound like they're different things, and then that's where Mark and I had this conversation about anointing and, and authority and the differences. And I I think maybe one of the things that I can add to the conversation. Uh, before we get going, is the fact that um, I think it was two weeks ago when I talked about our glorious new birth, I talked about this Greek word technon, right, mm -hmm. which means children, children of God. And it really means, um, like a definition would be a child delights in the intimacy and the affection of the family. And so that's kind of the like this very, very familiar, very, mm. very... Uh, very personal, very intimate way uh, that we relate. But then there's also another Greek word that Paul uses both interchangeably. Well, not interchangeably, differently. Uh, he uses technon, but he also uh, uses this Greek word, which is huios. And and I think I'm getting that right as far as the the uh, the actual pronunciation. But uh, and and I think this is where we can start to understand maybe even a maybe a different perspective from the anointing versus the authority because you know we are all anointed as 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 children of god we are all the holy spirit is deposited in us mm. as the bible says as a as a deposit to guarantee our inheritance it's the holy spirit that bears witness with our spirit that we are children of god and heirs of god and of course we cry out abba so that you know the technon is the children of god and that's that intimacy that we have with our father and of course anybody who knows me you know if you're around me for five minutes you you know the high value that i i place on a childlike heart and that is again this idea of coming into a mm -hmm. revelation of almighty god being our abba and and the earth-shaking implications of that but paul also uses another word and that's it's the he use and that means a mature son Mm -hmm. And so I'll give you an example. He uses it in two different ways uh, uh, in, in the same um, Romans 8. In, in Romans uh, eight twenty one, he talks about, you know, the, the glorious freedom mm -hmm. of the children of God. And he uses the word tech, uh, technon, which is that affectionate term. But uh, a few verses earlier in Romans eight nineteen, he's talking about that all creation is waiting for the revealing, the manifestation of the sons of God yeah. 
and he uses this other word, which is eos, which is speaking of a more like a mature son. So in, in essence, I, I kind of wonder if this idea of, the, again, the anointing and the authority go hand in hand in that, mm-hmm. you know, as we grow in our revelation, we're always children of God. We never grow out of that. Um, I, I think one of the things that uh, it's really important for us to understand that our definition of maturity, spiritual, biblical maturity is not childishness, but it is childlikeness. So mm-hmm. we always remain in this beautiful childlike heart in you know with this intimacy with our dad but in that place there is a growing into that authority that commissioning that part of the isaiah 61 verse 1 where as as mark said that we actually go and do the stuff that of (laughs) of isaiah 61 not in our own effort but in in our union with with jesus by the Holy Spirit. And and I, I was kind of joking a little earlier when we were getting on and saying that we had no idea what we were going to do. <laughs> but it's true. Romans 8, 14 says, those who are led by the Spirit, hmm. these are the children of God. And so when we begin to understand that true biblical maturity is actually not independence, but it's complete dependence and living a life where we are led by the Spirit of God. And I think that's where we move into this place of the Great Commission that Jesus said, go into all the world. And that's that authority that he gives us as, you know, as as co-heirs with him. But the thing is, if we don't have the, the... the, the the sense of that anointing and the relational mm. connection with with God as our Father, where we always stay childlike, but yet you know we can be propelled to the nations. I think if I don't know, does that make sense, Mark? When I'm kind of tying in the you know the sons of God and the children of God, we are both, but it is yeah. it's kind of this dance that you know we just uh, as we get led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to me, this this all comes out of our new relationship with the Father. Yeah. You know, that Jesus opens the door and says, hey, guys, I am the way, the truth yeah. and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and again, in John 17, Jesus says, you know, Father, thank you. I've done everything you sent me to do. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he says is, you know, I've made your name known. I've revealed you. And that's really the central key, if you like, is that Jesus has has said, hey, guys, I've shown you who God is. Mm. You know, you've had the wrong picture of who God is. (laughs) You've not seen him with the eyes of your heart. You've got stuck in all these pharisaical rules and regulations. But I've revealed the father. I've made him known. You know, and you know, I've given, you know, Jesus says, I've given them your words. You know, yeah. and why, right at the very end, because I want them to know that they're loved like I'm loved, you see. And Jesus is basically showing us that there's a new relationship. It's a relationship of love. It's a relationship of um, just letting go of the striving, coming. Jesus says in Matthew, come, come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. It's it's a journey of letting go of the heavy burden and finding mm. the burden that is light and easy. And Jesus, I, I just think Jesus really kind of nails it in, of course, Jesus nails, of course, yeah, what else would you do? 
<laughs> but in, in John chapter 14 and John chapter 16, he kind of just shows us a little bit, uh, um, uh, two different ways of thinking. Mm. And one of them is the old way and the other is the new way. It's like a before and after photo. In John chapter 14, he says to his disciples, you can ask me for anything and I'll do it. In John chapter 16, he says, in that day, you will no longer ask me. <laughs> I tell you, my father will give you what you ask. You know, in that day, you will ask in my name. I'm not saying that I will ask the father. It's like Jesus mm. is saying, hey, guys, you can go to the father yourself. Mm. And it gives us the answer in John 16, verse 27. You can go to the Father yourself because the Father himself loves you. And that's it. You know, that's the new relationship that we have. And it's because of that relationship that we're brought back into the family. Um, Jesus says, you know, I will send the Holy Spirit who will be another comforter, another counsellor to lead you into all this truth and to remind you of all mm. these things. And so... You know, here we have the, the whole of the Trinity working in our hearts. You know, we've got Jesus saying, you know, I've become this way. I've opened up the way for you to come to know the Father. The Father loves you and the Holy Spirit will empower you to mm. walk in my ways. You know, we see that prophesied by Ezekiel in Ezekiel 36 or Ezekiel 37. You know, the Holy Spirit comes to motivate us or cause us to walk in his ways. And... You know, that's that's the new relationship we have with the Father. And really, I just want to, we just want to keep, I suppose we just have to keep reminding ourselves that this is who we are, that we're sons and daughters. Yeah. And, you know, the Father himself loves us and he is releasing us into this world to go and be mm. like Jesus. Mm. Yeah, what, and we look we look through the gospels what did jesus do we can read all of the accounts and of what jesus did not so much the actual deeds but or the the things he did but the heart he had you know the mm. son only does what he sees the father doing and mm. it's like the anointing of the holy spirit comes on us and the father says mm. now go Go and yeah. be like Jesus in the world. Go and set the captives free. Go and yeah. you know open the eyes of the blind. Go and change this world. You know, I'm giving you permission. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, we've got permission from Almighty God. <laughs> and yeah. you know, if anything this evening, I, what's on my heart, and I guess Barry is, I'm guessing it's probably on your heart too, is is, you know, the Holy Spirit has anointed us. He's given us ability. Mm. He's given us um, giftings. And now it's like the Father is giving us permission, a commissioning and saying, yeah. go into the world and be like my son. And, you mm. know, I suppose my encouragement is, hey, what abilities has God given you? What giftings has he given you? And yeah. what areas... Is he giving you permission and saying, hey, just just go and be a son. And it's really practical. You know, it's in the supermarket. It's in the office. It's in the school. It's standing outside yeah. the school gates when you're waiting for your kids. It's it's talking to people in the neighborhood. 
it's 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 just saying father what little bit of freedom do you want me to give this person today yeah and i think you know one of the things that uh, i think we've talked about this in the past as well that uh, god is father that's who he is that's his name but he not only loves us with a, a father's love he loves us with a mother's love mm. And I remember the the first time that I heard a, a message on the mother heart of God, it was from Denise Jordan. Mm. I think it was in the Father's Love Forum in 1999. And it was this wow. powerful revelation that God wanted to bring, especially comfort. Hmm. And and so how, and then after the the message, how she was ministering to all these these uh, you know guys who are traveling the world sharing the Father's love and how how tender and how gentle the the ministry was. And I think one of the things that and and I I just ponder this. This is just a question I have. I, I theologically I I don't know. I think it's not you know cut and dry, but I think it's it's kind of mixed together. But when we look at the the uh, the the feminine nature mm. is typically bringing comfort and nurture and belonging and, and encouragement in that way, right? And so, of course, that is, uh, and of course, the Holy Spirit is called the comforter. Mm. And so there's a lot of, of the feminine characteristics of God that are 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 um, ministered to us in our need to be comforted and loved and, and, and brought into a safe place. But the, a father... You know, the, the traits of the masculine traits, right, which are, are still comforting and encouraging and things, but it, it, it is manifest differently. And oftentimes, you know, our father gives us our name and our identity and he, he teaches us about justice and, and, and he, he, he propels us into the world that kind of that feminine mothering pre prepare, uh, protects mm. us from the world, but a, a father just propels us into the world and so i think that's one of the things i've often wondered and it's just pondering is just what if there is a um ascending a commissioning and affirming mm -hmm. uh an empowering that comes from god as father that is you know we are still in the early days of that and like you're saying like to go like you said i i'm empowering you son i'm empowering you daughter mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be to the nations like you said it's just where you go, he goes. Yeah. And I mean, just you talking there, Barry, about the mother heart of God and the comfort of God. What, you know, what does this look like when we are empowered into the world by the fatherly love, but we go out filled yeah. with that? comfort and that nurture yeah. See, that's going to make such a difference because you know if we just very it's very easy just to go out and be sort of you know kind of um say it as it is say it as we see it but actually when we've got that comfort and nurture in our heart what we're doing is we're ministering that comfort we're ministering that nurture to those people that we meet, those people that we talk to, those people that we we want to see being set free. It's not just a case of you must be free, but it's like, oh, you know, how can I draw you into this freedom, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this, this tenderness, this commissioning, if you like, of the mother heart of, of the father is 
very much what this world needs because it mm. lacks the tender, it lacks the nurture, it lacks the comfort. And it's, yeah. it's, 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 um, it's comfort and nurture that ministers to brokenness. Right. And, you know, we've read those passages out of Luke and out of Isaiah, and it talks about uh, binding up the brokenhearted. It talks about, um, mm. you know, setting the captives free. Um, and in, in Isaiah, um, it goes on, you know, after that first verse, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour, to comfort all who mourn, provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the joy, the oil of joy, instead of mourning and a garment of praise, instead of a spirit of despair. And you know, that, that last little bit of that, those couple of verses mm. is really the, the mothering heart of the father. It's like, oh, it's, it's that desire to, to see people whole, to see people set free. Mm. And it's, there's so much despair, but you know, what we carry, the anointing that we carry, is to see that despair fall off people, to give people hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it may be today, just as you're watching, may either live or later on the catch up, you know, you've, you feel like that sense of despair is over you. Just as we've been talking, I just had that sense, maybe there are people struggling with a sense of despair, hopelessness. Mm. And I just believe today the Father wants to pour his love into your heart. Mm -hmm. So instead of that despair, there will be a garment of praise that wraps around you. Mm. You know, the circumstances may not change, mm. but our hearts can change. And so if you're struggling today with that sense of despair, you know, I, I just want to declare over you freedom mm. and a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of despair. And I just want to declare over your heart freedom that you'd be set mm. free. Mm. Yeah, it's like the the father's love and the mother's love are uh, wings of the same bird. Yeah, and uh, the as we just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just, uh, yeah, I believe that you know what Mark is saying that if that's you, if that's uh, what you identify with, just just ask God to yeah. speak into those areas of your brokenness. And I just believe even in this moment that the Father will, there's this exchange, mm. right? This Isaiah 61 is all about exchange, that instead of your, your, your brokenness, you get freedom. Instead of despair, you get a garment of praise. Mm. In Isaiah 61, it says, instead, verse 7, it says, instead of your shame, yeah. you will receive a double portion. Double portion. Yeah. of your inheritance and i just yeah. believe even now that the father wants to if we're struggling with any of those areas mm. he just says okay i've got a trade for you yeah will you give me your shame and i will give you a double portion yeah. 
And uh, yeah, it's just that's just how love works. And yeah. uh, should we uh, maybe transition yeah, into just uh, praying for people? Yeah, kind of? yeah. You know, Father, we just thank you for your love. Ooh. Thank you, Father. Just wash, just wash over us now with your love, Father. Let a let a yeah. river of love flow over us. And uh, we want to let go of our shame. Shame comes from lies, lies the enemy tells us lies that go to the core of what we think about us, what we believe about ourselves. They're lies. When we turn the light of his presence on, the darkness has to go. And so, Father, we just declare freedom over your sons and daughters. Yeah. We declare that a release of a double portion. Yeah that every lie that has caused shame has got to be broken mm. as we step into our true inheritance as sons and daughters. Mm. Yeah, Father, thank yeah. you. Yes, Dad. That this is not even a fair exchange. We get so much more back. <laughs> <laughs> what we let go of with the shame and yeah. leaving those lies that maybe have formed so much of our identity. Mm -hmm. When we let them go, we get so much more back. Yeah. 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 And Father, I, I just, uh, for those of us who are, that you're speaking to mm -hmm. about not only the anointing, but the authority yeah. of sons and daughters. Yeah. That not only have you anointed us, mm but you have commissioned us. Yeah. And I just ask that as your Holy Spirit leads us through this and some of us need that to be our, our broken hearts bound up right at this moment and I believe the Father wants to do that and just stay there if that's yeah. where you're at. But for if the Father is speaking about commissioning, mm. if the Father is speaking about authority, Father, I just pray that we would not run away from that, that we would not be afraid of that, but that we would just embrace mm -hmm. both the anointing and the authority that you are entrusting to us. Mm. Because all creation is groaning and travailing and waiting <laughs> for the revealing of the sons of God yeah. and the daughters of God. So Abba, we just ask, even in this very moment, that you would speak to us of what that looks like yeah. uniquely for each and every one of us. Yeah. And I just think of, I'm just reminded again of the prodigal son story and how the father put that ring of authority yeah. on his son's finger. Yeah. When that son came home, he said, I'm no longer worthy to be your son. And the, son, and the father responded in love by saying, here's my authority, son. Mm. Here's my robe of royalty. Yeah. 
your sandals for your faith. Yeah. Father, I just pray for each and every one of us that we would be able to dare mm -hmm. to believe that not only are we loved, but Father, that we are heirs of God yeah. and co-heirs with Jesus. And this thought of even being co-laborers mm -hmm. with Christ, mm -hmm. it is so wonderful. Yeah. And it, it's not right. either or, Father, it's both. Yes. It's living in the tenderness of a childlike heart mm. and yet having the boldness hmm. of a much-loved son or daughter that is being sent into yeah. the world that you've entrusted to us. the Father's breathing his permission his commissioning into you today things you've dreamed about maybe mm. things you feel gifted in that's the anointing yeah. but you've never had the confidence to step out mm. and I believe the Father's breathing that commissioning that permission that authority mm -hmm. He's saying, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you got my permission to go, to go and do it. Mm -hmm. The boldness of the Holy Spirit to come upon us. Yeah. Yeah, the boldness of the yeah. Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's people watching this that are going to receive a new boldness to step out. Wow. You know the Father's anointed you, but you're going to have the confidence mm -hmm. to step out with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. thank you Father may we be sons and daughters that go into this world mm -hmm. into our neighbourhoods into our communities seeing the captive set free may we use our authority to be a blessing to bless other people to release freedom Whoa, thank you, Father. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Father, as we go, <laughs> help us to make love our greatest aim. Yeah. To keep ourselves in love, live in love, remain in love, do everything in love. Father, we know there's a futility in mm -hmm. even having faith to move mountains if we don't have love. <laughs> or having all knowledge or speaking with the tongues of men and mm -hmm. of angels if we don't have love. Mm. We're missing the boat. <laughs> so, Father, as we go, Father, let us go yeah. with a childlike heart, with the simplicity of knowing we are born of God. Yeah. But yet knowing we are heirs of God and join heirs with Jesus. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Thank you, Father. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Mm. And I just, uh, the one thing I just feel just prompted to say is that you were created to be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the Father created good works for you in advance in mm. Christ, because mm. you are his workmanship. Yeah. And living your unique life, only yes. you were designed to live that life. Yes, yes, yes. And so, Father, we want to even just pray freedom from mm. comparing ourselves with other people, trying to be like other people and people we admire, but just, yeah. Father, would we have the freedom to, to let go of all mm. those comparisons yeah. and just sink into that unique, one-of-a-kind, spectacular mm. uh, masterpiece that you created us to be. Yeah. Uh, to simplify these things in our lives, Father. Mm. Whoa. And wherever you go, we go, you go. It's easy peasy. <laughs> yes, yes. Amen. Great stuff. Wow. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Mark. And thank you all for joining us. Um, come back next week. I just feel next week's going to be a really, really good time yeah. with uh, with Camille. Um, mm. I've given her absolute permission. She's quite prophetic in some of her paintings and some of her poems. And I've said, just come and be come and be prophetic with us. Whatever the Holy Spirit's giving you to say, just come and say mm. it. So. Looking forward to that. Same time, same place. YouTube, a father to you. Facebook, a father to you. I don't know if you're going to have time to, to share it, Barry, to your pages next week. I should be able to. Yeah. So, normal places on to. Facebook and uh, a father to you on YouTube. Have a great week, everybody, yeah. and look forward to seeing you All next right. week. Bless you guys.